0: We really don't know who sits on top of the mountain of judgment. Sit back, plug in, fill up your cup. This is your time. Remember, you've always had the power. Welcome to Joy Found Here. Welcome back to another episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. Yes, I'm singing already because today we are joined by Antonia Ballas, Okay. It's going to get warm. It might get a little steamy. We'll get real. And I think we'll have a wonderful effect when we are done talking about the wisdom of kundalini yoga. The ancients had it right. And why we stray, I'll never know. But sometimes, and as a relationship coach, she's going to let us know how to reconnect. We've always had the connection, but sometimes we let life get in the way. And then you might wake up one day, 61, it happens. Like, I don't know how this happened. Like I'm 61 fucking years old. Like where did that even come from? But yet Thankfully, it's here and the life evolved and um, 30 something years into marriage and adult children, grandson now, and the life has just gone on to, oh, now we're down this road here and now we're in this role. And yet every morning I wake up to this guy. We've been on our highs. We've been on our lows. And now you have to sometimes say, who the hell is he? believe me, we say it a lot. I'm like, I'm sorry, who's your other family and your other wife? I'd love to meet them. But at the same time, it's fun to rediscover. And midlife, not only for women, but for men who might experience it differently, doesn't have to mean the end of anything. So I want to know more and hear more from Antonia, who will tell us, ladies, we can turn it back up. With that, I say thank you, thank you, and welcome.
1: Thank you. I am so delighted to be here. I'm really looking forward to our chat.
0: And what a chat it will be. Uh, (laughs) But as we get started, we always start with, tell us about you anywhere you want to start.
1: So I got married later in life. Mm -hmm. I was in my early 40s, not doing the math right now. And it was really an interesting situation because I'd been in a situation with an ex-fiancee that had all fallen apart. And I'd realized that there'd been patterns of behavior that had maybe somehow attracted me to him Mm -hmm. into the way I choose and conduct relationships. And I did all this work on myself. Mm. And then I met my husband. And we've been, well, our anniversary is the 1st of October. We will be married for 11 years on the 1st of October. Happy anniversary.
0: Excellent.
1: And that really made me think that if I hadn't done that work on myself, I wouldn't be in a good marriage. So I went into it knowing that it is very important to pay attention to who I am, what I'm doing, and I have found that doing it through yoga and this very unusual kundalini yoga in particular gets you really back. Into your body because mm. we feel things. Things happen in our body in Kundalini part and in yoga. There's this way of thinking in some aspects of yoga that you have five bodies: there's a physical body, our emotional body, and that you can kind of easily see too because we feel our emotions and we should be allowed to feel them. Your mental body, and that's not just your mind, but it's sort of your gut your intuition, these other things, your wisdom body. And actually, I sort of mixed it up because that's your your mental body is the things we bring with us from our conditioning. The wisdom body is more when you get into these other ways of knowing things. And then your bliss body. And that's what you can bring into everything in your life and your relationship. And I've really found that getting out of our heads, because when we're in our our heads, we're just trying to put the round piece in the square peg. When you start to get back into your body, that's when you can shift things. And the physical is the gateway into all these other parts. And that's what I used.
0: So... I didn't give you my disclaimer as I do in the beginning to most people off camera. And that is I may have like 10 questions rolled into one and never put a question mark on anything. Stay tuned. But I'll start. I'm going to try. So did you always study yoga or was just, as you said, you were looking when you were starting to take care of yourself and work on yourself was yoga another practice, maybe perhaps along with journaling, meditating, whatever, that you started at that point in your journey, or were you always a student slash teacher of yoga?
1: It's all caught up in mm-hmm. those chapters of life. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. And and
1: life isn't isn't linear and we don't stay the same. And, and that's a beautiful, important thing that we need to keep our eyes on and that's caught up in midlife mm-hmm. because as we all know our bodies change we don't necessarily understand our body we're not really friends with our body we feel at odds with our body and I thought to myself I've got to do something to keep my body kicking over as time goes by and I tried this that and the other uh, jogging running that that. Didn't do for me And then not I'm,
0: enough endorphins uh, there. Go ahead. <laughs> and a lot of stress on the body, number one. There's other ways. You yeah. can feel good with some pleasure and not have to break a sweat. Yeah,
1: you know, it's exactly what you're talking about because that's when I discovered yoga. And everybody can do yoga. The vision we have of yoga here in in the US and in in a chunk of the world is not at all the type of movement that is what yoga's about. Is that about connecting to your body, getting stronger in your body, and finding your peace and love with your body so that when you look in the mirror, you can feel like this is a good thing. I like who I am and what I see. And then that opened up this whole other part of yoga because yoga isn't just that movement, the asana. Mm-hmm. It's all these other things. And if you want, it can take to be a whole way of life. And that was all at the same time I was I was becoming a wife and taking care of my mother, and everything was bonkers. Mm-hmm.
0: bonkers. Mm-hmm. Was just- mm-hmm. Yep. Sounds to me like just being a woman. Yep. Uh-huh. And in mm-hmm. addition to everything else, let me. Reconnect and say, Oh, maybe it is time for me and let me find my way. So, traditional yoga, and I don't even think that's even a correct phrase, but tell us, Kundalini, is, I think I did one class, perhaps, I don't know, but the main thoughts of that and the movements of it, what is that all about? What does it entail?
1: Kundalini yoga is about using the practice the kriya as it's called in kundalini yoga to make changes through how the way you're doing that yoga shifts your energy breaks barriers so that the energy can move and what happens is you do these kriyas to shift you in a certain way. Mm -hmm. So maybe you want to feel more open-hearted. Maybe you want to feel forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Maybe you want to find more strength and purpose. And these Kriyas, they have movement. They also have these sort of Moving meditations. You're often in your meditation. You're using a mantra. You're moving. And that's one of the things I like about it too, because there is a lot of movement to bring you into that quiet and space that we don't take in the West because we're not supposed to be wasting time. But in order, To make the changes, you need to have that quiet and space to digest, to let things settle. And that's when you make the changes. And everything really starts with you, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. Even though we'd like to um, keep searching, that perhaps the answer is somewhere external. As Glenda would say, you've always had the power Yes, you've always had the power, my friend. So when you're doing this practice and through, I want to say, movement, and I did hear you also say with the meditation, and usually with meditation, that is your quiet time. That is just you sitting with you. That is a acquired Practice. It's not easy, especially in the beginning, but like anything, it's very doable with practice. So, you start with the combination of the different movements. I'm thinking that you're moving that body, maybe perhaps opening energy.
1: Yes, you're shifting and changing your energy, and you're doing it in this way that is become very accessible to make those shifts that take you out of the rut you might be in. And it can bring up strong emotion because it is really just doing that in a sense for you. I got into Kundalini uh, when Just before I was going to London to, for two weeks, it's crazy two weeks to clear out mom's flat when she went into a care home. And I was doing a 40 day career. So the career is the practice. And the idea with the, is that if you do it for 40 days, it builds up this energy towards what you're wanting to do and you're gaining momentum over the 40 days. And it's making it stronger and stronger. And I was doing, finishing doing it in London. And I have a tendency to get my knickers in a twist, to be really just get worried about things and try and push things. And I just sailed through it. And I think it's because I took that hour every day and everything just fell into place. I had the confidence and the faith that it would all work out and help just arrived. I was able to do all of this with the grace and just to go with the flow. And after that, I thought I have to do Kundalini Yoga teacher training. And then that just appeared <laughs> and it made a huge difference really in my marriage too. And that's one of the reasons my relationships and in my marriage. That's one of the reasons mm-hmm. I thought, well, one thing that happens is you're busy raising kids, you're busy getting somewhere at work. And you sort of wake up one day and it's like you're saying, who is this person? You know, and you feel almost more like yeah. you're the same person I married because right. yeah. And we're yeah. just running, being getting all the just getting
0: it done it's it's yeah Yeah. everyone is just checking it off each and every day especially if you do have kids it's you and your partner and it's like all right did we get them from point a to point b did they go like did we do our parenting responsibilities okay great we've raised the human 18 years old check double check see you later holy crap who the hell are you and now what
1: and the things that people do it can be quite painful and you're just not sure how to implement it. And it it's sort of from the outside in that you feel like you go into it wanting, often wanting the other person to change. And it, it seems to be just, how do I get my head around this? And you end up feeling like you just can't make everything's just going to stay the same and it's never going to change and you feel despair and that's one of the things that when i made that trip to london this gateway in you know you find you become more yourself you become mm-hmm. to know yourself and that is Incredibly important, because so often we're sort of just adrift on what we're supposed to be doing, what we're told we're supposed to be doing. If you don't know who you are, what's important to you, if you're not allowed and give yourself permission to have desires and to have things that you want to do in life, well quite honestly, how do you expect your partner? to be a partner with you in that because they don't know what they should be doing.
0: Right. When you set aside an hour for- It doesn't have to
1: be, but yes.
0: Optimally, and and I'm sure perhaps each one might be different. I I know that there are many, listen, you will find, we have the same 24 hours, I say it all the time, and you will find the time to do what you want to do. Hands down, believe me. It's I used to go to the gym at four in the morning because that was the only time I could go. Now I go at lunchtime because I'm not waking up at four in the morning anymore. Type we all have it and we decide what's important at the time. As you're doing that, and is the is the 40-day practice is that part of I want to say the whole practice? Because I would think that when you start to do something for So many days in a row, it must have a forget a wonderful effect not only on your mindset that you're working on, but I would also think on your body because Mm -hmm. of what you're bringing to the party. At first, you just might be curious. You might be, as you said earlier, in despair. Like, all right, listen, I got nothing to lose here because my life's in the shitter, and we can only go up from here. So as your open to learning more. And I think of our brain as the plant from a little shop of is like, feed me, feed me. And it then just gives space and might push out what's well, not serving. It's easy. It hangs by the window. So just, you know, get it out of here and makes room for more. I always just say for more, for really what what you would need at the time. Mm-hmm. Everything is at the time. This isn't, mm-hmm. nothing is like, again, who we are today. We were different yesterday, five years ago. And that's what life is really about. It's to just keep, yes, changing, evolving, growing. But the projection is not always up. It sometimes uh, you miss a step, you slide down, You you miss a couple of rungs, okay, you learn from that and then you keep going. But getting back to how you did it for this many days, and I'm sure at some point, and I don't know if it's early on or maybe later, that you're like really made that turn of, I really like this. I'm really feeling good. This is really making a difference. That I, I'm sure it's different for different people, but what was your experience like?
1: I think the great thing about Kundalini that, that makes it different from other types of yoga um, is that you can commit to this amount of time. You're not always doing a 40-day kriya or even taking it longer. You can take time away. You can go into other things, other kriyas for a day or two. And you can pick what you feel you need at that point. And that's one of the things I love to do, and that is very important when I'm helping people, is making their kundalini experience right for them. And as you're doing these kriyas, it's exactly what you're saying. All this stuff happens. And I do encourage people to do like a 40-day kriya because oh my goodness, your relationship with that Korea. I mean, it's like your relationship with your husband and your loved one. Sometimes mm-hmm. you're just drinking it up and you're moving and you're like, oh yes. And other days you're it and angry and just get this bloody thing over and done with it. Why am I even doing it? And sometimes you're upset at it. It's that power of in the relaxation to me for me the things come up in the relaxation Mm -hmm, you kind mm -hmm. of have a guided body scan and that's when you might get insights and sometimes you don't even things just happen like I just sort of sailed through stuff and that was the most wonderful thing but it's also the confidence it gives you in your body because just like you said it changes your body because these can be powerful tiring movement and you're doing them maybe for two minutes Mm -hmm. and some of them are easier and lighter and so you've got this very interesting integrated way of moving and then you have the mantras and the vibrations shifting in your body we don't chant and do mantra in our culture for me being introduced to it and Mm -hmm. feeling that vibration is remarkable And you get these shifts and the faith. We all winter in our relationships and it can be disconcerting, confusing time. And having that confidence, having that faith, knowing that you know, which is a kundalini form, that you will come through, that things will shift, that you have the power to create that change to shift it, and as a matter of fact, it's absolutely incredibly important that you use that power. My teacher Guru Singh says, what you breathe in, you believe in. So there's this sort of exchange of air going on in your home. I was standing in front of the stove one day several years ago, and it was a big epiphany. And there were all these pots, because I was creating three different meals for mom from me, for my husband, different food mm-hmm. situation. So there was steam coming out of my ears because I'm like, oh, God, I'm taking care of everybody. Nobody's taking care of me. Mm. And what's it all about? And I tend to mm-hmm. have this like stomping around, muttering under my, maybe not so under,
0: I was going to say, usually within earshot, because they do say, what did you say? But yet they heard, go on, not it was, you, it, but right it was now, successful, exactly, <laughs> go on, please, I have the visual. <laughs> but I really
1: felt like nobody, including me, I wasn't taking care of myself either, mm-hmm. and it was like a malevolent presence in the house, my husband and I were both breathing it in, and I went up onto the roof the next day, and I did my yoga. And it was sort of as I opened up my chest, my mm-hmm. heart opened up, and things were able to be released, to be clearer. I was able to be more neutral. And one of the incredible things is that when you're like that, and you're not kind of on that hamster mm-hmm, wheel, mm-hmm. you can find even little solutions. I got mom Meals on Wheels. There you go. And you know what? My relationship with her got better because I wasn't all about, oh, I'm cooking the food and is she eating the food? And I personally began to change the atmosphere in the home. And you know, when you do that, when you find these different things in yourself, when you begin to take care of yourself, when you begin to stand up for yourself, that magnetizes your spouse because they just look at you different because you are different and it just helps bring you back together and help recreate that intimacy and you're doing so you have to do these things from the inside out more because we're doing it from our brain Mm. and not really from our core and our inside I found and this is what I'm bringing to other women how is Mm -hmm. it doing that from your body Make all the
0: difference. And what you said earlier, and believe me, we've all had the moment, and it could be <laughs> in the kitchen, it could be anywhere, it could be running around, it could be everyone's watching TV, which there's space on the couch for you, believe me. But instead, like, let me just get the clothes out of the dryer, let me load the dishwasher, let mm-hmm. me, let me, let me, let me, let me. And when you come to that mumbling, out loud so others can hear and that nobody, you know, like you're taking care of everybody. But when we go with the who's taking care of me, it's not the first red flag because there were other red flags. But when you hear yourself say that, we need to learn that our automatic answer has to be stop. Oh, that's right. That means I'm not. The answer is very easy. I'm not taking care of me. Forget your other people. Forget them. Don't even worry. Because as you say, when you start with you and you fill your cup, however you want to put it, they do see you differently because you are, because your are your energy field, the way yep. you, your tone, it's just so different. And they didn't change. Understand.
1: And, and this <laughs> is where... <laughs> those famous boundaries become easily because you're not feeling anymore like I'm selfish or, you know, or guilty because you know in yourself that it is important that, for example, I don't run about and do whatever for somebody else because I need to save my energy for me and my family. And you can use those words kindly and authentically, knowing Mm -hmm. that it, it comes from a core place of how you want to show up in your life and what is valuable to you. And when you talk to people that way, then you lose that resentment and you speak that right. way differently. Those boundaries, those, this is what I need to do, this is what I'm going to do and this is how I should do it. It becomes so much easier it really does. And I think this is part of why people just set those boundaries. They know. And that's hard to do if internally you haven't moved to that place.
0: Right. Well, and you certainly worry of the what will they. Again, love to meet those they mm-hmm. people. Um, mm-hmm. But it really, we need coffee mugs and T-shirts that say, I get to instead of I have to. I get to do this today. I'll gladly, hey, who you know, if I'm in the kitchen, who's hungry? And this is a shout out to my son, Greg. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll make you a sandwich. If I'm up and doing, why not? Because I want to, not, oh, now I got to feed these clowns too. It's, you know, it just never ends. It's, it's powerful when you're coming, obviously, from an intentional place of love, Versus just the robotics of life, if that makes sense.
1: And that powerfully leads you back into reconnecting with, why you
0: wanted to marry this person in the first place. I mean, (laughs) let's go, let's fall in love with him or her again. Let's do it because yeah, it can happen. It should happen. Life and years, they get really comfortable and routine but it was also a lot of fun in the beginning it was a hell of a lot of fun in the beginning and it can continue that way
1: and this is what's interesting if you look at, at what the media shows us about love mm-hmm. it is all the beginning mm-hmm. it is all those bright thoughts and mm-hmm. and leading up, event, leading up to the events leading up
0: to the event Right, but Mm
1: -hmm. we don't, we don't have models for that depth of love that comes over the years, how things become more, can, should become more profound. Mm -hmm. And the weaving together of these shared experiences over the years, the difficult, the wonderful, Mm -hmm. and how that creates a depth a full well of wonderfulness that we have access to, even pulling through the difficult times. And when we're in that wintering, in that flower of death pond what we hanker after, what we're looking for is the fireworks at the beginning. And just like we personally change, our circumstances change, your spouse changes. And so you want to Think differently about what does love mean. Is it isn't yeah. necessarily those
0: fireworks, right? Or is this my ride or die? Like, who am I calling first? Who am I telling <laughs> what happened? It's really kind of like my measure. Who's my first phone call?
1: Yeah, you know, I come from a family that kind of just lets its hair down. Um, it should be right at the front of your mind that you need to marry someone who is perfectly happy with with the true you mm-hmm. i'm quite big in in the way i express my emotions mm-hmm. I, I burned myself when i was making them through my hand and my wedding and engagement flew like across the whole place oh I no i couldn't find them i've tried to and i and taking care of the roast potatoes and bloody burn me. I'm <laughs> looking You've the got
0: one. to feed them, damn it, in all of this, yes. <laughs> you don't want them like to
1: burn or anything. Because, yes, that's how we all think, right? I'm looking for the ring. And my husband walks in on this and I'm a sobbing mess. <laughs> and and he's like, what's on your <laughs>
0: Right. I burnt my hand, I burnt the potatoes, and I lost my rings. Can he said, you help he me?
1: And was, he was very, very loving. He was like, it's going to be okay. We, were we found them. And it's when you're whatever your type of personal moment like that is. Mm-hmm. It's finding that way to be your most beautiful, authentic self and not to worry about when, you know, you've got the mascara running down your cheeks or whatever it might be. Because not everybody would have have been able to cope with walking in on their wife being like
0: that. Right, (laughs) right.
1: And that's the kind of thing that you lose these year in year out when you're in the trenches and you're you know, not Focusing on, oh, I found this guy I like really like, I think I love him. And you don't pay that same attention mm-hmm. to each other mm-hmm. and you feel like that intimacy is no longer there. And you can maybe start to take for granted. So it's how to step out of that feeling like you're in a rut, that resentment that's right how do i do this and you know and what we're doing is we try to do it from our mind quite often and that doesn't work for everybody i'm very in my body i had a i a person i was working with say antonio you don't just inhabit your body you own your body you're like mm-hmm. you like yeah. bought it you didn't rent it you bought it so we are very disconnected from our
0: body indeed Finding that connection again, all begins with you and you can only be as good to others as you are really to yourself. I am a little curious because I am always a student, I'm curious and I'm always a student learning and you can make your connection. You can find yourself, you change, you see the people around you change and then do a lot of, I'll say, if we're going to deal with couples, if, if one person has, you know, started the journey, reconnected perhaps, do you find the partner comes in and also learns it for, I'll say, a greater connection or is this just a single process or does it even matter?
1: It's interesting because, yeah, definitely both. Mm-hmm. because okay. I think one of the interesting things is that when we're like oh I need more intimacy I need to find that passion I mean we have this this reaching out and it mm-hmm. and it, it can end up feeling almost like a neediness. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. and then that part of that stepping back is in a sense of what draws that person towards you so first you get that stepping back that draws first towards you then you're you know, you're becoming more you, you're becoming more strong in who you are. And that's very attractive. And sometimes for your partner, your spouse, that is, that magnetization that draws the person just the way they are. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that works, often it works with them I need more of, I need some of this, I need some of this. This is what, what is
0: I'll have what she's having, right? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And,
1: and that works well. But then there's also times when they want to create the change themselves. But, you know, one of the beautiful things is they have all these different ways of creating mm-hmm. change and they'll be motivated to stick out the chair do
0: it in a different way for what works exactly and then yeah. you can even
1: share which is also wonderful and a good way to come together as well
0: yeah i mean honestly we've always had the power this has been you know it's an ancient practice it's like i said earlier i think i even did a class on it cuz it's movement you hold the movement for so long so i did i did a, yeah. a, a mini retreat on it yeah but Whatever it's, I love this practice from I'll say the 40 day or however many days it is. It reminded me the minute you said that, it kind of just reminded me in some religions, they'll do novenas for so many days or just days of dedication where you're saying, I am cutting this time out. I am the priority. This is what I'm. it could be a training program. I've done things for seven weeks, I've done a five day class. Like, you just set it aside, and once you declare and decide, because you're doing it for you, you do it.
1: You really do. You certainly do. And if you, drop, if you drop off, pick it back up again. And it's, see, I think this is the thing, too, is that people are thirsting for this kind of way of thinking and guiding themselves perhaps bringing in more of a spiritual aspect. Maybe it's not a specific religion. And yoga in general, actually, and definitely kundalini yoga, there's a strong philosophical guiding principles in how you want to live your life. And what you're saying about this is, I think that, One of the brilliant ways for us to do that here in the West is to start it off with the kind of movement that connects you, Mm -hmm. your mind, and your body. Because that, especially for women in midlife, is such an important way in. Because if you start to see changes in your body, You start to feel your body differently, and you start to look in the mirror, and you say, "Oh, look! I'm Mm. standing up straighter. I've got Mm -hmm. kind of more. I can see I have more power in the way I'm standing." That's like a gateway. It is just a gateway to this thing that we're talking more about, that becoming more ourselves, and. Having the commitment to ourselves, that discipline in a Mm -hmm. sense to take care of ourselves, that we give up because we put ourselves off because we're supposed to take care of everyone else.
0: We do. And then especially at midlife, when we don't know our bodies, we're not in tune, you know, we've used your body to reproduce, phenomenal, it's great, you know what it's about, and then, yeah, you wake up one day and everything is different and you don't know why. And quite honestly, I don't even think the doctors know why. Your girlfriends certainly don't because you, we could fill a room with women and no two people will have any type of menopausal, perimenopausal, postmenopausal experience. No two. No. So the idea of instead of... Suffering because you definitely can go down that road. That you really, it's the perfect time if you haven't done so already to take your power back, pull your energy back, and everybody stop, get off the ride, move out of my way. My turn.
1: It's especially important because the messages we get in society. Mm-hmm. That it's all downhill. And that's mm-hmm.
0: ridiculous. Mm. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Let me tell you, I, when I said earlier, I'm like 61, don't know where that happened. But hell yeah, I will say my 50s was what so far the best decade I've had. And as I was going into my 60s, I'm like, let's double it down. Let's go. Let's have some more fun. And it hasn't disappointed. Good. And it shouldn't. Exactly. Yeah. You know,
1: why are we being told this? It's poppycock. It's poppycock.
0: <laughs> it's poppycock. She says, "Today's tattoo. It's poppycock."
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're Go out and get its poppycock tattoo.
0: <laughs> I love, love, love that. Okay, so where are we going to find you online, on social? Where do you hang out? Tell me. Well, I particularly spend time on Facebook.
1: I have a nice group there. And also on Instagram, like I told you, I'm kind of like that it all hang out, mm-hmm. you know, come here. Maybe the vibe will be just what you love. If it mm-hmm. isn't, then I hope you find that, you know, the vibe you need somewhere else.
0: Correct.
1: And um, It's, uh, I just really started to enjoy that kind of way that you can just Just meet people that way. Get to know them. My husband said they make speeches in his family at my 40th birthday. I mean, Mm -hmm. 50th, gosh. 50th (laughs) birthday. Um, He said that Antonio has a genius for friendship and creating relationships is incredibly important to me. Maybe it's because I'm an only child. So I didn't have just like, Mm. oh, the siblings, you know. And that's what I see you can really do around the world or create so just come hang out on me see if you want to create a relationship with me on facebook or instagram mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know we were talking about meditation and how mm-hmm. it can be difficult how it can be difficult and it is i mean meditation, even for practice meditation sometimes it's hard and in this country we do not fit in the quiet Five, ten, fifteen minutes does not happen, and that's one of the things I like about Kundalini Yoga meditation because a lot of it is like this moving mantra repetition, so you're just in this kind of
0: so it's got uh, a beat to it,
1: rhythm, and a Mm -hmm. beat, and you end up getting in this sort of meditative frame of mind, and it just helps you with that monkey mind and just slow and calm down and get more into. What meditation is about and what it's supposed to do without sitting, trying to follow your breath and finding that really hard. So, I have a nice little moving meditation to give you that I think
0: you'll quite enjoy. Mm. Okay. So, do you do online classes or groups or anything? Do I, what I, do is i
1: work with women one-to-one okay so that you can create that whole moving through the five bodies in a way that is curated and just considered for that particular woman in her relationship intimacy circumstance and i'm going to do live and then it'll Mm -hmm. be accessible a five-day Event that will be a challenge for those five bodies. Short, easy. Nobody has time to spend hours doing that thing. Mm -hmm. So that you know, we'll do a body each day, short stuff. And I'm I'm going to be having information about that, and then afterwards it'll be available with information to sign up live because this is the way in, and I want people to kind of just to get a taste of that see what it's like see if it's Mm -hmm. something Mm -hmm. that they want to
0: flow into the door is always open so will we find that information on the facebook group it's coming okay tbd tbd all right all right you heard it here and probably perhaps by the time people are listening to this, it It might be complete and then we'll make a little, it'll be in the show notes. So we'll be sure to add some stuff or when we go to post, we'll add all of those links that you need to find her. Thank you so much. This has been a lot of fun and it reminds me of, it all starts with us. It's been
1: fabulous chat with you. It really has. Yeah, like love kicking back on the porch with you. Thank you so much. I really, and just that's something I have that, you know, it has to come from you. It comes from inside, physically, and in your
0: In your body. Mm
1: -hmm. Literal and like values core. And that's something that I've really been trying to keep my eye on. Not always doesn't always
0: happen. Right. Love, love, love. I appreciate your time. All right. I know we're going to get the comments. I'm just saying website joyfoundhere.com. I want to read them all or I know uh, wherever you hear your pods on Apple, on Spotify, on iHeart. After, of course, you'd leave the wonderful five-star review because I know you're going to love this. I would love to read the comments and leave it up for other people to make them curious about this episode it has always been, I love having conversation. I was saying to Antonia earlier, I just want to, you know, talk like we're sitting on the porch and because we don't say things out loud and we quietly suffer and there's God damn it, no reason for it. So the connection is you get out of your head. It's so important to reconnect. This may or may not be, this could be very woo-woo. I get it. You know, we always say, well, it's out there. There's a ton of different options and we're going to just keep finding them. I'm so curious about all. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be because we deserve a Mm -hmm. lot more. So with that, I uh, always thank you for listening. So appreciate your support and We wouldn't be on our second year without you guys. Thank you. Thank you, as always. Much, much appreciated. And until next time, be well. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already done so, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to head over to joyfoundhere.com for any questions, comments, and feedback. Until next week, keep your head up and your crown straight. You've got this.